Just mention the term DNS, and many email senders' eyes glaze over. Say RDNS, and a look of panic may replace the glaze. Yet, not only are these not complicated concepts, but having RDNS, which stands for Reverse DNS, set up is critical to having consistent, good email deliverability. DNS, which stands for Domain Name System, translates domain names to the actual number-based address, known as an IP address, on the Internet at which the computer for that domain resides, allowing computers to find each other, such as to visit a website, or to send email to someone whose email is hosted at that computer. Remember Lily Tomlin's switchboard operator Ernestine, or the Hooterville switchboard in Green Acres? Are we dating ourselves here? When Oliver Douglas wanted to talk with Sam Drucker, he picked up the phone and told the operator, connect me to Sam Drucker. And the operator translated that to connect Oliver to Sam's telephone number. You can think of DNS as those operators. You tell your computer, send email to thatdomain.com, and the DNS system translates that to thatdomain.com's IP address. So, for example, when you send email to us at our address at gettotheinbox.com, your computer actually checks the DNS for gettotheinbox.com, and it finds out that the server which you think of as gettotheinbox.com is really known on the internet as, quote, that computer at IP address 69.12.213.226, close quote. That IP address is what your computer needs to actually connect to our computer and to transmit the email, to actually transfer the email from your computer to our servers. Our DNS, or reverse DNS, allows the process to go the other way. When your computer connects to our computer to deliver an email message, it allows our computer to look at your computer's IP address and see what domain name your IP address claims to be. Where DNS is like that switchboard operator, our DNS is like caller ID, just as when you call us, our caller ID system takes your telephone number and translates it to your name to be displayed on our caller ID box, so the RDNS system takes your computer's IP address and translates it to your computer's domain name. Here, roughly, is how that email transmission transaction works in plain English. Let's say you are trying to send email to us and you are sending it from yourplace.com. Your computer, the one which sends your email from you at yourplace.com, connects to our computer and says, hello, I'm the computer at yourplace.com and I have email for get to the inbox at get to the inbox's email address. Our computer says, okay, I have that email address for Get to the Inbox here, so I can accept and deliver email from you. But first, our computer goes on to say, particularly in this day and age of spamming, spoofing, and phishing, first, 
Let me check to make sure that you really are who you claim to be, that you really are yourplace.com. Then our computer takes note of the IP address from which your computer, the computer claiming to be yourplace.com, is connecting to our computer. Let's say that IP address is 64.165.36.235. Our computer now has two pieces of information about you and your computer, your IP address, and that you are claiming to be yourplace.com. If you are legitimate, then when our computer does a reverse DNS lookup and asks the DNS system, what is the domain of the computer located at 65.165.36.235? The answer needs to be that computer is more commonly known as yourplace.com. Then our computer knows that you really are who you say you are and delivers your email to us. But if the DNS system instead says, that computer is more commonly known as BigBadSpammer.com, well, our computer is going to refuse to accept email from you. That probably makes sense to you. Perhaps you even knew that. But what you may not have known is that if the DNS system says, that computer is more commonly known as, well, we have no idea what it's more commonly known as because they don't have our DNS set up. Well, then a lot of computers and ISPs, including some big ISPs and inbox providers, will refuse to deliver your email because they don't know if they can trust that it is from you. At very least, even if they don't outright refuse your email, they will immediately and seriously degrade the trust they give it. And just one more problem, such as high level of complaints for email coming from your IP address due to poor opt-in quality or poor scheduling or having repurposed transactional email addresses, can tip the scale so that your email gets rejected. And many, if not most, Major inbox providers now require working RDNS before they will even think about whitelisting you. To determine whether your IP addresses have RDNS set up, you can use our handy tool which you will find on our website at gettotheinbox.com. If you don't have RDNS set up, it's not hard to get it set up for your IP address. Usually it just takes a phone call or email to the support department of your internet service provider. If you are using an email service provider, an ESP, to send out your email, you'll want to talk to them.